The Pull is brought to you by the North American Handmade Bicycle Show, the world's premier annual gathering of bicycle frame builders and frame building enthusiasts. The 2019 show will take place March 15th to 17th at the Sacramento Convention Center in Sacramento, California. We hope to see you there. From Red Kite Prayer, I'm Patrick Brady with The Pull. On this week's show, my guest is frame builder Gabriel Lang of Altruist Bicycles. In my work as chief judge for the awards at the North American Handmade Bicycle Show, if a cool bike enters the hall, I'm virtually guaranteed to see it. Each year, it's safe to say there are a couple dozen bikes of exquisite quality, and of those, honestly, I'd give blood to own half a dozen. At this year's show, we encountered a mountain bike that was utterly unique among the three dozen bikes entered in the mountain bike category. The bike was from Canadian builder Gabriel Lang of Altruist Bikes. That it was made from steel was no surprise. That it had a killer powder coat finish was not exceptional. What did make it unusual was the fact that it was full suspension, as fewer than 10% of our entrants each year feature full suspension. Also unusual was the fact that the bike had both 29-inch wheels and 160 millimeters of travel. To see a custom builder embrace an emerging category within the production market was surprising. Normally, if the big production companies are going in one direction, custom builders are headed in the opposite. When it came time to consider the award for best in show, the other judges and I kept going back to that long travel 29er, in a room full of unusual and even unique bikes, it's fair to say that the bike from Altruist was the most original design, and once we learned about the extraordinary work that Lang had done to reinforce the bike for enduro riding, we realized that it deserved to be named Best in Show. So hey, Gabriel, thanks for joining us on The Pull. In frame sure. building, we don't usually talk about breakout talents, but Altruist went from being a brand I'd never heard of to winning both best mountain bike and best in show at this year's North American handmade bicycle show. You're a Canadian builder in New Brunswick. Tell us if you would exactly where are you located and how long is your riding season given that you're Canadian? Has your riding season really even started? Uh, riding season has started. I'd say maybe like the, the good dry riding, maybe a week and a half to two weeks ago. Okay. Um, it's it's all about you know the trails need to be dry because snow and whatnot just just you know it's it's it, it's it's a mud fest. But um, I think riding season is 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 always on all year all year long because we have a really strong network of of uh, you know fat bike trails and people who who build and 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 groom uh, the fat bike network. So if if you if you're a really passionate cyclist you can bike all year round but i mean the real you know road biking and mountain biking it yeah it starts maybe mid-may 
And depending on how tough you are, it can last until, you know, mid-October, mid-November, depending on, you know, how much cold you can you, you can endure. <laughs> Some of us less than others. Um, now, what town is it you're in proper? Uh, the shop is in is in uh, Notre Dame, which is uh, try to situate people. We're about uh, two and a half hours east of the border with Maine. Okay. So so if you were to like keep going east uh, uh, from Maine, yeah, we're about two and a half hours right by the sea. Okay. On the uh, on, on the coast of the uh, of the Atlantic. Very cool. Uh, and so I guess then you've got a more maritime climate. Yeah, yeah. It's but uh, you know we have a good cold and 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 and, and snowy winter, so we have a good solid four uh, four seasons. But uh, yeah, I mean it, it, it'll get you know in in uh, I'll try to you know I I can't really go to Fahrenheit because like, I can't do the the conversion <laughs> in my my in my mind, but. Uh, uh, you know, average average temperatures in summer is like twenty five degrees Celsius, and it, it it can go down to uh, uh, you know the minus minus twenties, minus twenty five Celsius Ooh. in the winter. Yeah, yeah, that's plenty cold. Which, yeah, I know, I know, minus forty Fahrenheit and minus forty Celsius are the same, and it got down to minus forty a couple of times last winter. So yeah, it'll get it'll get real cold. Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, thanks. Yeah. I'll pass. <laughs> you know, yeah. You, you don't go fat biking when it's when it's that cold. <laughs> okay, well that's good to know. Um, all right, now how did you get your start as a builder? And you know, at this point, how many years have you been building? I started building frames for a little company in in Quebec called uh, Dolberman Bikes. Uh, we used to build. Um, the company doesn't exist anymore, un- unfortunately, but we used to build. Uh, little freestyle mountain bikes, like dirt jumping, uh, okay. street riding, kind of uh, little, you know, little tiny mountain bikes. And I started there in 2006. So I've been I've been building bike frames for about um, what is that, like 12, 12, 13 years? Yeah, yeah. And um, and yeah, like I've I've it's it's ever since I was I don't know 14, 15 years old. It's, it it was always what I wanted to do. I've always wanted to build bicycle frames. Wow. So when I when I finished high school, I, I I tried to go to college and studied political science and whatnot, and that just didn't work because uh, building bike frames was not a viable trade, right? Like it, it, it wasn't something you did. Mm-hmm. But uh, after after not having fun in college, I kind of you know uh, went against everyone's opinion and picked up a, 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 a trade. I I, I got a, a professional diploma in welding fitting uh-huh and uh kind of picked up jobs afterwards with which you know had kind of the the, the, the like si- similar jobs as to building a bike frame you know like a thin thin wall tubes and a lot of a lot of tig welding and stuff like that and then i got offered a job at uh, doberman and it, it all started from there but yeah the the that's that that's the, the, the short story to say that it's it's what i've always wanted to do as as, as far as i can remember that's great now, how old is the Altruist brand? Uh, I started Altruist in September 2014. Okay. So it's going, to be, it's going to be four years in September this year. Wow. Okay. So pretty new. Um, now, 
I know you, I know you work in steel. Do you work in any other materials aside from steel? I did a stainless steel track frame, um, a couple of years ago, which, which was, which was very fun. And, um, other than a few little, you know, like fixing your, your typical cracked aluminum frame, um, I haven't done much other than steel, except that I've started a project for a titanium frame uh, that I'm working on right now, actually. And that's a whole different, you know, that's a whole different ballgame. But it's, it's, it's uh, working with titanium is, 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 is like so far, it's, it's, it's really fun. And I'm looking forward to doing a lot more of it. Oh, very cool. Uh, so maybe we'll see something at next year's show if you're there. Maybe. I don't know. But I, I mean, I, I absolutely love steel. Like, I love everything about it. And uh, yeah, like titanium, I, I, I like it so far because of the challenges and, 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 and it's a lot of fun to work with it. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't see myself right now really like offering full-fledged, like, all right, like this is my... This is my steel road frame and this is my titanium road frame. You know, like it's it's not something that I really see myself doing a lot of. Uh-huh. But but that might change. But I mean, on the short to medium term, I mean I, I think I'll 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 stick with steel just because I have, you know, I just like it so much. Neat. Um now let's talk output a little bit. How many bikes are you likely to produce in 2018? Good question. Um <laughs> Because I do, uh, uh, um, I've I, a, few, a few years ago I, I went back to my freestyle mountain bike roots and I I, um, I do subcontract work for a brand out of Montreal called The Rise. Uh huh. So I do, I do uh, batches of uh, 50 frames, um, and I've just started the third batch of 50 frames uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago. So so you know like that you know. It's at least I, I plan on, on on building at least maybe seventy five to hundred of these frames for for for, uh, uh, for next year, but I mean that's you know that's like production work right like it's mm-hmm. it's the same operation fifty times you know the, the same down tube fifty times right um, but I I'd like to be able to build you know one uh, 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 or you know custom or made to measure uh, uh, frame every. Every week to two weeks, maybe. Wow. Okay. That's, yeah, that's really solid output. Um, yeah, you've got to have your processes style to be able to turn things around, you know, with that kind yeah. of speed. Oh, I, I think that that's maybe something that, that, that differenti- dif- differentiates me from, from other builders is that, you know, working at Doberman, we, we had really high uh, volume. So I've, you know, we developed these, the, these, Ways to, to you know to cut tubes really efficiently to weld uh, sub assemblies you know seat stays chain stays and have them notched really efficiently mm-hmm. um, and I I like to standardize my work so I you know it's it's like basically using the same variation of a chain stay assembly for more than one type of bike for example mm-hmm. so like I I, I I keep things really uh, uh, really standardized from one model the other very and that, cool. and that helps with uh with, with with productivity okay now the bike that you made that won best in show at nabs it's a tig welded steel mountain bike a long travel 29er um now steel mountain bikes are not that unusual among bikes we see at that show 
Um, yeah. But what makes that bike more unusual is, yeah, it was full suspension. Uh, and like I said, specifically a long travel 29er. We're not seeing much of that in the custom market. I'm really curious to know, first, what would you say is your bread and butter bike among your made to measure stuff? Um, and can you give us some sense of the range of what you build and, you know, how that how those uh, how those different models stack up in your output? Yeah, well, what is what seems to, 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 to be the most popular at the moment is um, different types of uh, gra like gravel bikes or cyclocross bikes or whatever, how you might, you know, want to call them. <laughs> yeah. um, because I, I have like a standard uh, geometry and a standard frame that's on my my website, and I think I, I I must have built at least maybe maybe fifteen of them so far, but I've only built one according to the original spec of like the stock design. Like everybody wants to change something, whether it's a longer chainstay, whether it's uh, 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 you know more or less bottom bracket drop. Like everybody seems to have their own take on what the ideal uh, uh, gravel bike is. So, so that, that seems to be what's the most popular. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the, the, the track bike is also very, you know, something that, 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 uh, uh, that always works just from, you know, it's, it's a cool little thing and it's, it's a lot more accessible than, than, than a gravel bike. So I, I, I sell a lot, a lot of those, but originally when I first started Altruist, I thought that, you know, the, the track bike or the fixie was, was going to be, you know, my bread and butter. Um, but I think maybe that that trend is on is on the decline, maybe like it, it doesn't seem to be as popular what it, as what it used to be. Mm -hmm. And what I'm noticing is that the people that are purchasing my track frame right now are people that actually use them on the track. OK, so so that that is that to me is 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 kind of is kind of surprising. Um and and ever since um, ever since I came back from from NABS, there's been a lot more uh, uh, interest in uh, mountain bikes, whether it's the double suspension or the or uh, hardtails. Uh, I I wondered if that might happen. Yeah, if the phone would yeah. ring more for that sort of bike. Uh, neat. Uh, okay, now that show-winning bike featured some really unusual design elements. The pivot was concentric to the bottom bracket. Um, and while I'm aware that a design like that will bob a little bit more when pedaling, it gave you the benefit of this big, strong place to put the bearings. Um, and you went with an asymmetric design where the seat tube curled around the shock, and that allowed you to use uh, a big, strong tube and keep the shock in the center plane of the frame. Um, what I usually see at the show um, and from any other custom builder from the, for that matter are full suspension bikes where there are a bunch of small tubes creating some sort of truss like structure. Um, and it all ends up making the frame weigh a ton. What led you down the road that caused you to say, no, I'm just going to use a seat tube and I'm going to, you know, use a, um, a, a simple design for my rear triangle. Well, I mean, that's, that's what, I probably like the most about the whole design and fabrication aspect is that, you know, the bicycle being such a, uh, a simple machine, there's, there's very few ways to, 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 
you know, to work with the design and try to make it better and, and, and lighter and, 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 and simpler. And like personally, like personally me, sim simplicity, uh, is, is, is a thing that, that drives me in terms of, in terms of design. Like, you know, like how many welds can I remove from this, from this frame? Like how many pieces of tubing can I remove from this frame and, ha and still have it, have it work? Um, because steel offers a lot of, of, of advantages when you build uh, a, a double suspension frame, but it seems that most people who will work with steel on a, on a double suspension frame will be stuck in that aluminum or carbon fiber mindset. But you know, you, you don't need to have these huge, uh, 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 you know, bearing pivot assemblies. You don't need to have a huge cradle around the shock you know, you you can you, you can build things very 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 simple and 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 you know compact uh, because steel allows you to do that, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, um, I guess that's that's what I'm trying you know to do with my with my designs. How simple can I go and and how can I push what steel allows me to do? So you know, like a curved C tube that that that, that goes around the shock like that, like maybe that wouldn't work with aluminum or I know for a fact that my pivot design, the the the, the bottom bracket within a bottom bracket, um, is nearly impossible to do in aluminum because I've had engineers from well-known, humongous bicycle companies telling me that they've tried to replicate it out of aluminum and other materials and it was impossible to do. Wow. So so uh, uh, um, so yeah. So steel, like I can. I can do that with steel, and and I try to push it as far, as far as I can go, and it it allows me to build actually like a, a pretty, pretty rigid frame, mm -hmm. uh, at a reasonable weight, um, that will you know that will last forever. That's almost infinitely repairable if 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 a mishap happens, mm -hmm. um, and like I've I've been I've been using that pivot design. Uh, since 2009, I I, I, uh, I developed it. Well, I, I I it was actually started off with with a friend's idea, and and together we we developed the concept back in 2009. And uh, but using it in a, a long travel enduro 29 uh, 29 inch mountain bike frame, it's 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 the first time that uh, that you know I use that pivot for for that kind of 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 a, of a design, and I think that. I've only scratched the surface. Like I, I have other ideas that I want to try to push it even further, and see if I can make it lighter and 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 stiffer and play with with geometries and see if I can really optimize that that weird pivot that, like you said, you know, it it does bob a little bit more, but it has other advantages. Mm -hmm. so maybe by playing with 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 geometries, I can I can kind of use those quirks to my to my to my advantages. So, um, so yeah, I it's it's really just the beginning. And uh, um, I, I I can't wait to really you know um, dig further into it and 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 try these new ideas. Excellent! I love your sense of adventure about this. Now, uh, when we were talking about the bike uh, at the show, you talked about how you had to do some pretty serious reinforcement inside the down tube to make sure that the bike would be strong enough for the kind of riding it would be subjected to. You know, being an enduro bike. Um, 
The bike itself, when you look at it, it looks really simple and elegant. But then you showed me these photos of the tube with, that you had welded within the down tube to make sure that the anchor uh, for the shock would be uh, strong enough. You know, you couldn't rip it off the down tube, that sort of thing. You know, first, these these decisions you made struck me as really creative solutions to known problems. What really gave you the confidence to strike out and take a very different approach uh, to to this design? You know, it's it's really, uh, to my eye, pretty significantly different from a lot of what I see. Well, I mean, I, I think, again, that, that comes down to my Doberman days because we were building these little frames that, like, were being subjected to massive abuse. Like, we're talking, like, kids riding them two, three hours a day, five, six, seven days a week, uh, you know, big jumps, big drops, big bails. Like these aren't typical cross-country frames that are that are being, you know, ridden out in, in the trail. Like these things had to hold. And I quickly realized what worked and what didn't, you know, like uh, what type of gussets worked and what didn't, you know, like all these, all these junctions, you, you kind of like the learning curve was extremely steep when I started there. <laughs> Wow. And um, and uh, yeah, it it's it's kind of like this 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 sixth sense that kind of grew on me, in terms of of you know ju junctions and which budding tubing budded tubing to use and 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 you know wall thickness and all that kind of stuff, and um, and yeah the 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 strut that's on the inside that that triangulates the shock mount from the inside, it's. I guess it, it, it comes down again to, 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 to simplicity. Like how do I um, build it with as few welds as possible? And like, I could have, I could have I, I welded a strut on the outside that would have done exactly the same thing, mm -hmm. but it had to be welded to the down tube, which would have heated the tube a little bit more. And the wall is all the, the wall thickness is, is already very, very, very thin in that area. And maybe that little bit of heat would have, you know, could have eventually caused the problem on, on, on an area that's that's under a lot of stress. But by welding it from the inside, um, it's actually only welded to the shock mount. So that strut does not touch the down tube at all. So it's 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 like in a perfect triangle, if if you would. So it's it adds that that rigidity, but at the same time prevents, you know, the heat affected zone to be to be too large. And uh, uh, you know, I guess it, it it there's there's I mean, I'm 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 the furthest thing from an engineer, but the way I I see it and the way I feel it is that there's there's less of a chance of of of, of failure. Wow! I, now I wish you, I had like some diagram of it. Uh, you know, if you if you have uh, something you've sketched out on a on a napkin, uh, <laughs> email that to me and we'll put it up with the interview. <laughs> sure. Um, okay. Now I'm curious. What is it about being a frame builder that you most enjoy? I mean, when you get up in the morning, is there a piece of the work, be it the design process, the actual welding, interacting cl with clients? What is it that makes you jump out of bed the most? Uh, other, other than my kids in the morning? Um, <laughs> what, what makes me... Uh, I guess what... Uh, the, whole, the whole process really... Uh, from interaction with 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 the, the 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 customer to design 
to you know cutting the tubes welding the whole the whole thing is is to me a very 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 pleasant uh experience um i mean from like trying new things like the 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 best of show bikes like that's that's just a rush like when everything lines up together and everything just works uh um you know just just with the bike by myself you I, I, I don't even have to have people tell me how you know how cool it is. Just 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 that that first time that I, I put everything together and it just it, it just worked. Like that's that's the best feeling in the world. But at the same time, like those those batches of 50 frames that I built for the guys over at the Rise, like there's such a, 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 a you know it's like it's like the sushi chef trying to make that perfect sushi. You 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 there's there's like you know, there's satisfaction in, in repetition, you know, for always making the same operation, the same weld over and over again. Uh, um, you know, you try to, 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 you know, to get, to, to get better, to always perfect that, that, that motion, that movement. Um, I find that extremely satisfying as well. So I think, I mean, I, I worked so hard to get here. So the entire process, just walking up to the shop in the morning and unlocking the door and actually, you know, being in the shop and seeing everything happen it's it's i guess it's that's the whole package is is, is the best the, well, that, be, the best element thing that's really cool i mean you know ideally you want to enjoy uh the entire process because you know you're a whole business uh even if you're just one guy you're still a whole business and so you have to do all of the pieces well well i'm not i'm not one guy anymore oh. I, I actually I, I actually hired someone uh um uh, Jake Jacob, who uh, he he actually showed up yesterday, um, so yeah, I've 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 got my first my first official employee who's uh, who started who started today, so uh, that's that's a whole different chapter. Wow! <laughs> yeah, well, we, congratulations we, on that growth. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah, that's 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 going to be uh, yeah, that's that's going to be a, a lot of fun. But um, yeah, that just r- realizing what I, what I've accomplished so far uh, uh, alone or. I mean, I'm I'm lucky enough to have great friends and 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 a great and a great wife that that helped me a lot. But seeing everything that 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 I managed to accomplish so far, it's it's you know it's it's almost un- unbelievable. That's great. That's really terrific. Now, okay, we've talked about what's fun. When you're at the bench, what are the most challenging problems that you face? What is it that you, you know, you confront and you look at it and you think, oh man, I just wish this was a little bit easier. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, what's, what's hard. I mean, I mean, I guess everything's hard and that's why I like, I like doing it. Like I like, I like to do things because, you know, it's, it's the challenge is there. It's, you know, building a bike frame is not, is not a, an, an easy an easy thing to do and i i don't think i'd be doing it if it if it was if it was easy okay um, but uh i mean there's there's things that 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 you know that are a bit less fun like when you have you know 50 down tubes to cut and clean and 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 prep you know that's that's that that's not as as glamorous as you know as as welding but i mean you you get into a mindset where where you just you know you just hammer through it and and you do it but um, no, I, I mean, I guess I can't really single out one thing that, that would be particularly harder or, or, or not as fun, but, um, 
Yeah, no, I guess <laughs> I guess I can't really answer the question. Uh, you know, fair answer. Um, you've talked about doing these batches for the rise. When you're doing your own bikes, uh, stuff that's more made to measure, are you trying to group those together in batches as well? Uh, maybe not 50 frames, of course, but uh, are you working on more than one bike at a time or do you tend to follow one bike from start to finish before addressing anything else? I, I can't really just work on, on one bike from start to finish. Um, you know, like I, I try to, uh, like, let's say I'm, I'm cutting vent holes in head tubes. Well, I'll try to, you know, maybe do, you know, three or four or five of those depending on, on, you know, on, on the orders I have or, um, you know, chain stay assemblies or seat stay assemblies that are, that are, that are similar stuff like that. You know, like I, I, I try to, I try to group things, uh, together, mm-hmm. um, you know, same same with paint. Like when when I bring the frames to paint, I I, I always try to bring at least two, um, you know, just to just to, to, to you know, so I spend less time on the road driving and and, and I can and I can ease the you know it, it eases the process a little bit for 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 the painter. Sure. Um, but I mean that whole dynamic is going to change now that uh, now that I've got a, a, a you know that I've got Jacob helping me in the shop. Like that's that's probably going to going to change a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, like I ideally, I I'd like to get to a level where I could I, I can do uh, stock frames or semi stock frames in in little in little batches of you know five or or ten frames and and keep you know small small inventories of, of, of frames available just to you know just just to make the whole process a little bit more a little bit more uh, 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 efficient. Cool. Now, you are a reasonably young guy among the builders out there. When you look at your future in the craft, you know, you've, you've talked about how you were known for uh, your track frames and you're starting to get a lot more orders for gravel bikes now. If you were to project five years down the road, what would you really like to be known for? What, you know, what would you want your reputation in the industry to be? Uh, good, good question. Again, um, I guess I'd, I, I have a certain aesthetic, so I'd, I'd like to be maybe known for that, for that aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I really like what I'm doing with, with the bottom bracket pivot. So I'd like to push that, you know, further, maybe with, you know, more models, uh, uh, you know, like I said before, like try to, you know, try to maybe break the design over to, the more cross country side or, or downhill or whatever. And, and, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to push that a bit more and maybe, maybe be known for that, for that design, because I mean, it's, it's not something that's for everyone, but I know that there's people out there who, who get it and who know what that design allows. So, I mean, uh, um, yeah, that, that definitely would, I, I'd hope would, would become kind of my, my, my trademark on, on the double suspension mountain bike side. But um, I mean, I'd like to I'd, li- I'd like to be known for you know really elegant, simple, uh, somewhat innovative designs. Um, I don't really see myself falling into into a more a more classic you know classic style. But um, yeah, I guess if, if 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 people dig dig what I do and you know we can we can go from there. I guess. 
Yeah. Well, clearly, I mean, from that one bike, you've got the ability to take on something that's, shall we say, reasonably complicated and yet end up with something that does look both refined and elegant. You know, all the all the really crazy stuff is to a certain degree hidden from view. So you end up with a bike that looks pretty straightforward. And yet there's been a lot of, I would say, big thinking behind that bike. Yeah, yeah, there's 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 a whole lot of thinking, yeah. Neat. Gabriel, thank you so much for the time. I've really enjoyed this. Well, I, I enjoyed it too. Thanks a lot. I want to thank Gabriel Lang for joining me on the poll. To learn more about his bikes, visit his website at altruistbikes.com. That's altruist with an E. There will be a link in our show notes. That's it for this episode of the poll. I hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, I hope you'll leave the show a good review on iTunes. That will help get it noticed. Until next week, have a great ride. Mm-hmm.